Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. We've been speaking this week on uh, what's referred to as the supernatural church. And I know uh, we don't like to talk about things that we don't understand. Shoot, being born again is kind of borders on the impossible. How can one be born again? But the whole Bible is a, a book of the supernatural. And again, as the body of Christ, as the church, we can't uh, delete that part of the gospel, you know, the supernatural. And again, I believe that part of Jesus's uh, responsibility was to redeem, reconcile and restore us back to the first because he operated not only out of compassion and love, but he demonstrated uh, what seemed to be impossible and walking on water, you know, raising Lazarus. Well, he did stuff that was impossible in the natural. Right, in the natural. And again, we want to be a balanced church, a balanced body of Christ. We don't just want to, you know, be nice and think being a Christian is just being nice and not getting mad and stuff like that. And that's a part of the gospel. But also, we want to be able to do what Jesus said in Matthew five twelve: let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works or your deeds and that can include the natural and the supernatural and then glorify your father in heaven and i was just looking at the scripture here in uh uh second corinthians chapter four it's gonna i'm gonna pick it up at verse five it says for we do not preach ourselves another word for preach is speak we don't speak ourselves but christ jesus the lord and ourselves your bond servant for jesus sake for it is god who commanded light to shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So God is using us to be glorified and, and we're to, and it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. So he's using us. And again, Jesus always said, it's not me. It's the father in me. He does the work. When people are like, wow, Jesus, blah, blah, blah. He always acknowledged God. He said, it's just God's power working in and through me. It's just like, with a regular house. You can say, wow, that's a nice house. But if PG&E don't supply no electricity, <laughs> you just got a nice looking house, man. Ain't no power in it. I can't plug up none of my electronic devices. So we have to acknowledge, you know, it, it, the power comes from, from that pole outside the house. Wow, this place is lit up real well. Uh, if they turn my lights off, my power off, you know, I, I hate it when dark come. <laughs> so we have to realize that we have to acknowledge. We were just talking about that earlier about the body being the body of Christ, that we're all important parts of the body. 
and Christ in us is the hope of glory. He's our power source. The scripture says in Romans 8, 11, that the same spirit, and I'm going to equate that with the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, lives inside of us, and it gives power or strength to our bodies through his spirit or his power that dwells in us. So God says when you get born again, now you got the power. You have access to heaven. And in heaven, there's no impossibilities. All well, things see, are possible. And this goes back to a scripture that, that we reference a lot, and that is Paul's letter to Timothy when he says people have a form of godliness but don't understand the power thereof. Right. And, I mean, that to me, that as much as anything else describes the church in America. You know, when you talk about the supernatural, that's the power thereof. That's the power. They have a form of godliness but don't understand the power. That's where the power comes from is from God. That's where you're going to see supernatural things happen because in the natural, you can't walk on water. In the natural, people aren't healed. It's in the supernatural that those things happen. Well, if you deny that power, if you deny that power exists, it won't yeah, you'll work, have a, it, and it won't work for you. Right. You'll have a form of godliness, but you just deny but you won't have any power. <laughs> right. And again, a lot of people don't realize, and we throw the name, we put no value. I do, but there's people... Christians and people don't put any value in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. A lot of people don't even preach on the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood that was shed for the remission power of sins. Power in the blood. That's a hymn in our Right, 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 right. And we know that in the natural. If I drain your body of all your blood, what's going to happen? Right. You have no power. It's just like PG&E <laughs> turning off your lights. There's power. And the Bible says we've been purchased with the precious blood of Christ. You know, you can just plead the blood. And again, you can operate in the supernatural with simplicity. You're just pleading the blood. I plead the blood over myself, my children, my family members, the members of our congregation, this city. You got The blood is still vibrant and it's powerful. And we get to release it when we open our mouth and decree and declare it. Scripture says you should decree a thing and it shall be established. Well, I decree that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ covers my spirit, my soul, and my body, and has sanctified and separated me from the world, the flesh, and the devil. And that's powerful right there when we, you know, plead the name of Jesus or the blood of Jesus. The supernatural starts to happen. Because remember, the scripture says there's no name that's been given in heaven, on earth, or under the earth that's higher than the name of Jesus. Right. So that name, name has power. Name. Yeah, that name has power in it itself. Over everything. Right. So that's why when you pray, you know, we teach people to end that prayer in the mighty, majestic name of Jesus. And again, a lot of people, they d diminish the name of Jesus and they, and they just throw it around. You know, they'll hit their finger and say, Jesus Christ. Well, you know, you don't, you don't know the value or the power behind that word. And again, we're the supernatural church and we got to realize that we've been redeemed reconciled and restored and we can now operate in what seems to be impossible we can do the impossible through christ who strengthens us through his power and, and we got to renew our minds to that you know it's him in him we live and breathe and have our very brand, being you know we're more than conquerors through christ when we started thinking about all these scriptures he's telling you it's about the power man yes you can so I don't like it when I see Christians just diminish themselves as a Christian because now I found out you have not so learned Christ. You don't even know who you are. You don't even know what the blood has accomplished. You don't know what was accomplished at Calvary because you just think it's about being nice. And then now you're back to Galatians on the law again. 
and you never can get to the place where God wants you. And God wants your faith on fire. Yes, he wants you to, to be moral and be nice and be compassionate. But he also told you if anybody's sick among you, you need to lay hands on them and, and pray the prayer of faith. See, I tell people all the time that if you don't believe that, you're denying the power. If God's called you to do something, you say, I can't do it. You're saying more about what you believe about God than what you say about you believe about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because people say, well, that just means I don't have faith in my. No, that means you don't have faith in God. And that's so what when, you say. When, have faith in when God. When you don't believe that God can do what he says, you're saying more about what you think about God than what you think about yourself. Well, Jesus said it on several occasions when he, when people, when he said, when people requested healing or something, Jesus would say, do you believe I'm able to do this? He didn't say, do you believe? Because if you could have done it for yourself, it'd be done. But he always said, do you believe I'm able to do this? And the guy said, Lord, I believe then he said, help my unbelief. The part of me that was probably was my mind, my spirit, because the Bible said with the heart or the spirit one believes. And the mind, and you can have faith in your heart and doubt in your mind and still get the results. So he was saying, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Help this unrenewed mind of mine that's kind of telling me to stay in intellect, stay in reasoning. Well, see, and if you have the faith of a mustard seed. And, then and that's what the man not. displayed. And he Jesus had, said, He had some faith and he, and he wants to have more. And he declared it. He said, Lord, I believe. Right. And you say, well, in the part of me that's See, unbelieving. Jesus doesn't say to him, "What? wait until you got all the belief that you can have, and, and then, then I'll do it. No. It's where you're at right now. You have some faith, that's enough. Well, we know that with Mary. The angel came to Mary and said, uh, behold, you are highly favored of the Lord. Uh, and the scripture already prophesied a, a, a virgin shall give birth, conceive. It didn't say her name. It just said a virgin. So if Mary would have probably said no the angel would have went to another virgin till he got a yes so mary just said well be it unto me she used that faith as a grain of mustard seed. when the angel came she didn't say nah no way man get up out of here with all that man i'll wait till i get married and all that don't you know i'm engaged man she said be it unto me as you have spoken that was her declaration of faith right there okay i receive it i, I heard about this jesus you know but, yeah, if God wants to favor him, if he said I'm highly favored, okay, yes and amen. I agree to that. And that's all we have to do. So if God says he wants to work in and through you, just say yes and amen. And don't look at your past and because that's what Satan wants to keep you at. He wants to keep you in your past. And I tell people, you know, you can do very little for God if you got guilt and shame and, and, and all that. That comes, Doubt comes in that, too, because that stuff condemnation diminishes your faith so you you can't look at yourself remember Gideon David the list goes on and on you know you can't look at you know your ability it's Christ in you it's his ability so you can say okay God if you say call me a mighty man okay let me get my army together I'm going on out there because it's him that works in and through us because God wants here's the deal Richard God wants all the glory well, he, that's why he picks the lowly thing. He right, right, weak, right. Yeah, he wants strong. all the glory. So when we do these miracle signs and wonders in his name, he gets the glory. We don't pat ourselves on the back and say, yeah, I well, did that. Well, we could. Yeah, we could. And but I see people do it, but we shouldn't. That's why Paul well, says, where is boasting? What, what are you boasting about? Well, and if you do it, you, you just went on here and limited yourself because God's probably say, wow, I want to do some more stuff in and through you, but, but you want to boast in yourself. So remember, in all your ways, acknowledge him. 
I'm going to keep acknowledging God for the small the things that may seem small. You know, me laying on hands on myself concerning a headache. I'm, I'm still going to give him the glory because it was his power. Remember, this, I think it's in Peter it says. It's him who works in and through us to will and to do his good pleasure. See, and he's able to do more than we can ask or imagine that scripture. You know, we talk about that scripture a lot, too, mm-hmm. that. And that's where the supernatural comes in. The things that we can't even imagine he can do. I was talking to somebody last night at a meeting I was at. and We were talking about how the Israelites were up against the Red Sea and God parted the Red Sea. He was able to do something they probably weren't even able to imagine. They might have been able to imagine that somehow he'd produce a big boat for them or somehow something might happen. But the idea that he would part the sea and there would be dry land was probably something they couldn't even imagine. And yet that's what God was going to do. He does that in people's lives every day. And, and again, intellect tries to bring you down to what you can do. See, they could in their own See, strength. See, if I can do it, I don't need God. Right, but in their strength, they could never have parted the Red Sea. They couldn't <laughs> have done nothing. anything. Right, they were right. going to go out there and die. They knew it. See, that's what they say. Why did you bring us out here to die? They knew that in and of themselves, they were dead. They weren't going to beat Pharaoh. Well, see, but now we try to associate God with that. And we say, well, we try to base God on our own limitations. Well, well see, they were looking at themselves saying, we're dead. They weren't looking to God. God's got us out here. He's well, going to do something. I think they didn't even believe God would do that. He had to show them that he would do exceedingly abundantly above all they, of all they could think, imagine, or even imagine so he's like god's always gonna woe you he likes to give you those wild moments moses strike a rock and water's gonna come out of it okay that, that's just, <laughs> yeah. all right it just he just kept on amazing them well see and here's the thing he was walking with that staff all over in the desert and it i'm sure it hit right rocks and no water walking. came out huh but this time okay boom at his see that's why he says nevertheless Peter and them said that when Jesus came to them about casting their net on the other side. Peter said, Lord, we've toiled all night and ain't caught nothing. And we're professional. Yeah, we know what we're doing. We're, we're professional people. <laughs> I almost hear him, you know, we, Jesus, we know what we're doing and we didn't catch nothing. <laughs> well, and Jesus said, okay, I know and y'all in the boat in the same spot. Jesus said, well, just do this for me. Just cast your net on the other side of the boat. He's like, now intellect was be saying, it don't matter what side. We got a net. We're going to catch. We are professional fishers. No, just do it. Put it on the other side. And then Peter just humor ma- me a little. Right. And Peter <laughs> made a declaration. He says, nevertheless, he said, we did this all night, but nevertheless, at your word, we're going to go ahead and do it because you've requested it. Again, that's that faith. Mustard seed faith. Now, you said it. We're going to go ahead and do it. And when he did it, boatload, net breaking, fish came up. So much they had to call the other people. Hey, help us with some of this. And then Peter cried. And it's like, wow, I'm a sinful man compared to this guy right here and his word again we gotta we gotta the bible says in the beginning was the word we gotta have faith and confidence and trust in god's word if god says this is who you are this is what you have you better believe that because when you believe that you receive that when you receive that you conceive it because the word is seed and when you conceive you achieve just like in the natural you know two people believe they should be together they get together and one receives. And then after they receive the seed, it's conceived. And then nine months la- later, it's, 
it's achieved. We got little Richard Jr. here. We got little Richard Hoy Jr. here. So that's how the earth, the Bible says that that's how the earth is set up. It's made like that, seed, time, and harvest. So the word of God is seed. In the beginning was the word. So we get God's word on it. So if he tells you something that may not make sense, just I receive it. Okay, God. Because I understand Romans 3, let God be true and every man be alive. So if God says, this is what I have, this is what I can do, by his stripes I'm healed, okay. Well, you know, yeah, this exact thing happened last week that we're talking about in that um, I was talking to a board member. I, you and I are both on the board of a Christian school here, Champion Christian. We'll mm -hmm. give them a little plug. Um, and I was talking to another board member, and we were talking about a fundraiser we're going to have, and we needed a sponsor. He said, where are we going to get the money for the I said, God's going to provide a sponsor. There's just no doubt in my mind he's going to provide a sponsor. Two hours later, I get a call that here's a person who wants to sponsor the event. And that's what God does. I mean, you look at it and you say, well, how are you going to do it? And God says, this is what I want you to do. I will provide. But you, I just picked on something that you, you, you spoke, you declared. You said, there's no doubt in me that God's going to. Right. You say, I, I don't I have any it. doubt. God's so provide. so now the opposite of doubt, if you don't have no doubt, you got nothing but faith. I believe God's going to provide. You say, I have no doubt that he won't provide. And now the God say, okay, I can work with you now, Richard. You just made, you just spoke it. We're on a word planet. You just spoke what you believe to be true, and, and you glorified me in the midst of it. Because you said, you didn't say, I have no doubt Vince is going to provide. No, you say God's going to provide. So now... Yeah, I didn't say, hey, we got some really great people on our fundraising committee. I'm sure they're going to help come through somehow. Now you say God. God's going to provide. So now you just glorified God. You just but put see, him I, up. I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm one of those crazy people who actually believes the scripture, Philippians 4.19, that God will provide all our needs according to his riches and glory. I actually believe that. Well, and here's another thing, too, you did. And I tell Christians, you can't be ashamed of the gospel. You got to take God public. You, you said, declared it publicly. God's going to do this. You wasn't ashamed. You know, yeah, God's going to do this. No, you have to go ahead and decree it and declare it and let people know. My God, remember, David said, this day, not tomorrow, not next week, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I'm hoping that he, he told will. Goliath that. I'm thinking he might. You know, no, he no. said, no, this day the Lord will. He didn't say might, uh, and he didn't say next week, because if you leave it up to us, it'll be two months from now. But he said, no, this day. Then he went out there, and he said, no, don't give me this armor. It's too heavy for me. I'm a child. I'm 16. I'm going out here and handle this, because I, I had some personal experiences with God. I had yeah, some but, private victories with right, God, with the, the with the bear and so on and so on. The, the, you know, the same God that, that saved me from the bear and the lion will save me See, from See, that was his personal victories he had with the God so he, before he went public. He went public with Goliath, but he had some personal ones nobody didn't know about because he declared what God did with him with the bear and the lion. Nobody really knew about that, and that's the same thing with us. Get you some personal victories with the Lord, and then you can go ahead and go public. Well, see, and we get them all the time. Right. People have them all the time, but they just set them aside. They don't remember them. They forget them. It, we are much more like the Israelites than we like to I was to just admit. thinking about that. <laughs> because God would do something great, and then they it's almost yeah. like they couldn't remember that he had. And, oh, now this is going to be too big for him. Well, just think about how many people, even in our own life and in Christians' lives, and you see people, God's done 10,000 things, 
And now this 10,000 first is going to be too big. It's, it's, it's going to be beyond it. Well, I believe that's why he said in Deuteronomy 8.18, he told the children of Israel, you, and you shall remember the Lord your God, who it is he who gives you the power. Oh, there's that power again to get wealth. And that can include finances and health and everything else. But he's, I want to focus in. He said, you shall remember, meaning don't ever forget who your source is, who your PG&E is. Who your power source is, who your Hoover Dam is, and if you never forget, think back on some of those past victories, those past storms that God's got you out of, and and then go public with them. Well, I, the God, I know my God's an awesome God. He say He never leaves me nor forsakes me. And again, I'm going through stuff. We're always going through stuff in life, either heading towards a storm and a storm are coming out. And you better keep your confession in line with faith in God as you're going through it. Because God's going to always watch over his word to perform it. And when you take him public, he's going to, like the scripture said, those who trust in him will never be put to shame. He didn't say you ain't going to go through it in the fiery furnace, in the lion's den. But he said, I promise you won't be put to shame. You're going to go through it, but you're going to come out and not even smell like smoke. Like me. I got a yellow on. You don't see no smoke in here. But I'm going through it. But I, I'm going through it with... Not whining, not complaining, because I understand the children of Israel. They grumbled. Most of them grumbled and complained through it, and they didn't get to the promised land. So he says in the New Testament, in Hebrews, that's an example for us. So now, when we're going through life storms still, and I know we're going on another subject, you can't be complaining. you got to stay in faith and keep your speech right and, and just keep believing. Because God, again, that's supernaturally you coming out your storm. Because right. usually that should have killed you. See, and- this storm here should have killed me. And, you know, you talk about another subject. I think it all ties together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, that supernatural works in, every day. In it our works lives. in your personal. Right. In a personal life, in mm-hmm. a day-to-day fashion, and some ways that we might not even think of supernatural. Right. This is supernatural right here because if my mind wasn't renewed and I wasn't filled up with the word of God, yeah, I probably would have lost my mind a long time ago. <laughs> I'd have lost it, Richard. And we know people that went through stuff and they lose it. They call it suicide. Or they just drop out of society and, they, and they're pushing carts around. Or they, they have a mental breakdown. Well, the scripture say he will keep those in perfect peace. Or even if they still have their him. job and might have a family, and everything, but they're just always defeated. They're always down. Mm-hmm. Just, life Depressed. Is, life is just not that mm-hmm. good. You know, and you go back to the scripture that says, Today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Am I going to listen to that scripture? Am I am I going to stop and think? This is the day the Lord has made. So I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Or, man, it's just another lousy day. I was just talking to somebody the other day. Man, this is, pressure on me is so high. It's just another crummy day. It's just another day. Same old day. Well, see, another, now, if you're a Christian, thing, day. You, sh- when you, make, you shouldn't even make those declarations. You should be. Remember, we're on a word planet. You need to speak in line with victory, in line with the word. And I was just glancing over at the scripture. I just read off in uh, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4, about God who's shown in our hearts. The next verse, verse 7, just amplifies what we just read. Verse 7 says, but we, talking about us who've been redeemed, reconciled, restored, God's children, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We're the earthen vessels, but he says we have a treasure in us. Well, we know that treasure is Christ. But look what it says. That the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. 
Right. Uh oh, he just gave it up right there. He just he said it's not about you. It's not about me. Then he called it excellence of power. That means this this is some good stuff right here. This ain't no ordinary power. This is excellence of the power. He said it's gonna come from God and not from you. And then this is for the people that's going through it, because the next verse says, Well, we are hard pressed on every side. This is what your friend just told you that he should have gave him this scripture right here, but not crushed. Now that's what his confession should be. We are perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Struck down but not destroyed. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus, that the life of Jesus may also manifest in our mortal flesh. Meaning, we're going to rise above it because greater is he that's in us. And then he goes to say this right here in verse 13. And since we have the same spirit of faith, and I'm going to say the same power of faith, according to what is written, we believe, therefore we speak. We also believe, therefore we speak. Look. Knowing that he who raised up our Lord Jesus was also raised us up and will present us with you. And that's what he says. Verse 16 said, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, he called you going through stuff because we're, we're, we're partnering with the supernatural now. So he said for your light affliction, which is but for a moment is working for you a far more exceeding and eternal word of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen, which is the word of God. But the things which are seen, but the things which are seen are temporary. I mean, you, this is a temporary Right, see, and that's what people need to understand. Yeah, because, it's temporary. Because yeah. the world does sometimes seem to pile in on people. It's, it's temporary. One thing after another. And what you have to realize, this is just a temporary thing. This Today is this temporary. Yeah, today will pass. It's temporary. And later on, in about six, seven hours, it'll be night. Six, seven hours later than that, it'll be day, tomorrow. <laughs> so it's temporary. And that's what he's telling us right here. For the things which are seen are temporary. Well, today is seen. It's temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. So God's word is eternal. Right. And that's what we put see, faith in. We can look in. outside right now and see the sky. We can see the trees. We can see all that. That can change. It's all temporary. The clouds can come well, in. Plus, it's all temporary. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, this, it's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. It's only the word of God that lasts forever. Right. So don't put faith in what you're looking at or your current circumstances right now. Because God can remember what Paul and them, I sing this song. And Paul inside Silas said it. Late in the midnight hour, God's going to turn it around. He's going to work in your favor. Remember, it says in the midnight the, 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 the jails start shaking. The grounds, the earth started shaking. It was an earthquake. And that earthquake was the, to the glory of God. And, and, and Paul and them won some people out of that too. But God can turn your situation, your financial situation around just like that. Not in three weeks, you know, three days, three months, but three seconds. He can do it. Look what he did to the Red Sea. We talked about that. It, he didn't say, man, I need about four weeks to work on this project. <laughs> now, this is a huge Hoover Dam project right here, guys. I'm going to need some wow. No, he did it right then. Just stick the staff right there. But we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. We want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith.
If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.